0: You're listening to another ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show.
1: You're listening to the award winning podcast, The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, featuring business experts, industry disruptors, game changers, and thought leaders to help you navigate a constantly changing marketplace. Want to build a successful business and become known as an influential voice in your industry? The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross.
0: Welcome to another episode of the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen, and this is episode 228. Joining me on today's show is Vaz Diachenko. Vaz is the founder and the CEO of the mobile loyalty solutions provider, Loyalty Plant, an Intel SF alumnus who also has had three years' experience in Motorola as a software developer. Now, Vaz's company mission is to create rewarding relationships relationships between brand and customers as an on ambitious entrepreneur we know how important this is so the loyalty plan marketing platform is currently used by 630 brands across 13 countries and on today's show Vaz is going to share how to build a company with a business idea that works and has a global history how do you do that from scratch how to retain and engage with customers in a profitable way, as well as also sharing some insights on how to get the best out of our technologies, our mobile technologies, to help us reach our business goals. So, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, how's it going? good to see you.
0: Very good good this is um, an area that I think you know when we're talking about customer loyalty so very important because it really can be the difference can't it about a a customer purchasing from us and then becoming a a customer who loves what we do what we stand for and continues not only to do business with us but also continues to refer us and recommend us to their community as well so looking forward to to tapping into uh, your insights and expertise share with us, you were you were a Motorola software developer. What led you to come up with the, the business idea of starting your loyalty program, Loyalty Plant?
2: Yeah, so that's uh, was a nice story. I was working in the mobile devices industry in Motorola mobile devices, just uh, as a you know, regular. Uh, uh usual uh, software developer mm-hmm. but uh I eventually I fell in love with the mobile technology yes. so I joined Motorola in the time of you know razors when mm-hmm. this razor V3 was like the best phone in the world and Motorola kind of re- revolutionized the market yep. so I w- I was um, in Motorola in that very exciting time uh, and I had literally fell in love with the mobile technology mm-hmm. i envisioned that this little thing you know obviously with you know more buttons on it uh not that not, not, not like the iphone but uh, the previous would, would be uh would have much uh much bigger impact in the world like yes. much bigger impact on what how we behave every day what how we you know how we interact with outside world so yes. uh, and one day i was just uh walking down the street uh, and somebody gave me a flyer, you know, the paper flyer thing with the loyalty card actually inserted in this paper flyer, mm-hmm. which was made of, like, very expensive materials, so kind of very expensive printing. And I obviously throw this flyer away and just thought for a second, like, what the hell just happened with, between me and this business, who, you know, which yeah. tried to communicate with me in some way. Mm-hmm. So uh, I decided to look at this uh, world of kind of marketing and sales thing, which was a kind of kind of that impossible thing for me uh, to understand at this time mm. because I was so like geek uh, like technology uh, guy and I was just starting to learn uh, how I as a customer communicate with outside world like how i communicating with businesses with restaurants with you know coffee shops mm. uh, gas stations whatever it is and I started to realize that you know something is definitely wrong because the way all these businesses were communicating with me was just like with broadcast, spammy, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, annoying kind of uh, advertising and communication. So uh, whatever it is, uh, you know, plastic cards, punch cards, you know, emails, spammy email messages, broadcast, billboards on the Mm streets, TV advertising, I understood that something is definitely wrong here. And especially uh, this time I was working in in the mobile industry, you know, in the mobile technology, so I was developing this, you know, some capabilities of mobile devices that you know, we, we see today, like, uh, you know, beautiful technologies like geolocation, like, uh, you know, QR codes, all that stuff. I was kind of engineering that inside wow. the platform, yes. and I was wondering why why all these capabilities are not used at all to communicate with me as a customer.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so uh, I kind of started to think, hey, why not I use my experience in Motorola in mobile devices to actually use use uh, rip the benefits of this mobile technology and make this uh, communication actually rewarding so yes. i envision the world when i communicate with all these businesses uh not just in a way like you know i'm making a transaction i'm mm-hmm. you know i'm paying your dollars and i'm you know getting a sandwich but yeah. like uh having something much more than that yes. like having a rewarding relationship when actually i would like to communicate with these guys i would like to you know be in that relationship because it will be kind of played by my roles that you know i want to have so uh, that that that's why I started decided to start the company, yeah. and eventually I just like working in Motorola, and but kind of really feeling I was excited about being programmer, you know, coding some stuff that was very exciting. I was you know, doing a lot of different learning about a lot of different technologies, learning how to build a you know, software company, mm-hmm. how to re- build a product, but. I wasn't, I wasn't feeling that I'm not making any difference, mm. so I wanted to, you know, build something great, and you know, that's the experience that I learned uh, when participating in Intel ISAF, which is kind of well, kind of worldwide competition for young scientists. When you create a project, uh, work on the project for a year, and you kind of defend that uh, from judges. So at this time, I was kind of thinking, hey, maybe I should do something, you know, something big in my life. So that's when I decided to uh, leave the big company and, you know, start my business. And that was quite an exciting journey.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And I love the way that you've explained that because, you know, how how often sometimes we are sitting in, in corporate, we're doing what it is that we love to do. And, and for you, it was uh, engineering and then developing software development. And you have an idea and you think about it, but then you kind of file it away in the, well, how on earth am I going to do that? Never really to, to see that idea come to fruition. But I think you're absolutely right. And if you think of... Um, being uh, a, a traveller on the train, every now and again, I've got to go into the city, and I'm on the train or on a tram or something like that, rather than get stuck on what we call the, you know, the um the car park, which is our freeway because it gets so busy. But you sit and watch, and everybody pretty much is either listening to their iPhone or or you know smartphone device, or watching videos, or texting, or doing something. We're all carrying around a smart um, device on that. And in actual fact, for, for some of us, if we lose it or we leave it, it's kind of like, oh, how am I gonna communicate? We really have become, um, you know, tied to that. And even the younger generation are all walking around with these devices as, as well. And I think you're absolutely right. If we can tap into the way that someone is using that, to communicate to, to you know and share that with their community because I think um, an article that I read not so long ago on CEO Institute here in the uh, in Australia was saying that mothers so mums and millennials are very much community minded. They love to be inspired. They're technology driven. So anything new and shiny they love. But if we share something with them, content and and really tap into that, they almost become ambassadors for our brand message, don't they? And share it with their community because they can't wait to, to whatever we're sharing, get that into the hands of their community as well. What would you see, before we start to talk about some of the benefits, what would you see as some of the barriers that are stopping businesses from really leveraging? Are there common things that you see us doing that we, we need to be aware of and stop doing so that we can start to to really leverage and benefit from some of the technologies that, well, obviously, Loyalty Plant um, is offering? What are some of the, the mistakes that you see happening?
2: Oh, that, that's, that's a great question. And, uh, you know, initially when I was uh, learning about this, you know, Outside the world of marketing, which was, you know, kind of kind of unknown territory for me. But eventually, you know, I'm sitting right now with the in a suit in New York, so yes. <laughs> kind of get to learn that uh, the whole, you know, CEO, sales, marketing stuff. But mm. uh, eventually, when I was learning all these things about marketing, about how businesses interact, you know, there was a part of uh, mobile technology as well, and I saw that businesses are using mobile, you know, mobile devices to communicate with their customers, but they're just were just using that in the wrong way. Yes. So the, instead of just showing like the juicy mouth-watering picture of pizza in my awesome, you know, like 12 billion colors iPhone, mm-hmm. they were just like showing some kind of, uh, you know, 140 characters SMS text message, which mm-hmm. kind of mixed up with my personal messages. So that's and, and it's obviously quite annoying. And you know, th- don't connect with any kind of uh, digital uh, information, just kind of piece of text. Yes. So uh, th- the biggest challenge I would say is to was to find this, you know, recipe for the right for the like like the right balance between you know interests of business and mm. something what the customer actually wants and find the right balance between these two things and also find the right you know find the right secret sauce how to make it actually work as a like business model as a working solution for the customer yeah and we tried we we went a, like a very uh, kind of hard way to before we kind of found out the secret sauce basically we worked for i would say almost like 5 years we were finding this Trying oh. this business models, that business model, really trying to find that secret sauce to actually solve this problem of uh, customer uh, relationships.
0: Yes, right and and I guess so. And I'm going to dive into that in a moment. But as you're speaking, one of the things that I find is, is absolutely true. What businesses do is they go, right, tech mobile technology, everybody's on their device. We're going to start text messaging them and this and that. And to me, that is, as you said, it's interruption marketing. Now, for me, if I think of my mobile device, it is, it is private for me. So if I get someone using my um, cell phone, number and send me a text that i have absolutely no idea who they are or that i've given that i've even given them to my to do that to me that is a real um you know affrontage to to my personal time and hey don't just show up on my phone that i will block them and i'll probably go out of my way not not to do business with them so that's certainly a good point have you found over the five years that similarly if you look at marketing there are different stages that a consumer gets to know like and trust and so the 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 recipe if you will has the different stages that take the buyer if you will on a journey as they get to know like and trust you and once they've got one step like for people who i if i am thinking of a business who I love, and they've got a special or uh, whatever, if they send that to me, I think that's helpful. Oh, I'm glad they send me that. Next time I'm in there, I'll go and get that. So that there's different stages of the no like, and trust. What have you found in that recipe, I guess is what I'm asking, different stages that yeah. you need to be aware of?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It, what's important is like uh, this uh, This relationships is, you know, it's, It's truly a a relationship. That means, first of all, it should be balanced. So, you know, one of the biggest mistakes is just kind of thinking just about the interest of, uh, you know, of the business, and as you said, just like spamming with all these messages, and don't any thinking, hey, maybe our customer don't want to get these messages. So, uh, with the with the app technology, quite fascinating thing, which you know, kind of made the, I think, the App Store made this revolution about, you know, there is an app for that. Yay. You know, kind of, you could download the app, you could delete this app, you could, you know, allow some permissions. So you can't deny some permissions to the mm. app. So, uh, these, uh, these things, they're kind of giving a power of, power of, power of choice for consumer. Mm-hmm. And for example, just, you know, with one of the mm, case studies that we uh, done with KFC actually, and, you know, received loads of 360 award actually for that. So uh, that's amazing ca- case studies with one of the KFC franchisees was the case study when we were using uh, geolocation marketing for them. And basically, that means that we, when you're coming, for example, when you're entering the, you know, uh, shopping mall. Uh, and you don't even know that KFC is, you know, on the first floor mm. when you're entering this kind of geo zone, it says, Hey, you know, by the way, we're on the fir- first floor, uh, you know, take this ice cream and you, if you use that within 30 minutes, you will get this uh, ice cream for free. Yes. So that's, you know, initially someone may think that, you know, you know, big brother is watching you. So that's kind of bad technology because it tracks your geolocation. But the thing is that we were asking each customer, Hey, would you like us to, able to send you geo-targeted messages and by the way the offers could be super awesome mm. and do you agree or not yeah and the of so thing, you know, yes. thing, yeah, thing is that you if you just tr- if you're not trying to get advantage you know, and take advantage of the customer if you're doing it the right way and asking hey would you like to ask to do that mm. and you're just saying you will get some cool stuff and also you did some you know you, you kind of paid it forward before you you know, you did some good things. For example, you get uh, gave customer like a welcome reward. You asked about his experience. Mm-hmm. So you did some good things in the beginning. And after that, you're kind of building the level of, you know, the level of trust increases. And at some point, customer just says, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm allowing you to send me geo mm-hmm. targeted messages, which basically someone could say, hey, I'm allowing you to, you know, spy on me something. But, you know, in fact, that Customers are, you know, voluntarily agreeing to that because they trust this brand. They see that this brand doesn't just care about the money. It really cares about these relationships, but really cares about creating this, you know, rewarding moments of happiness mm-hmm. uh, like every day. And they just say allow and they receive in more of this awesome messages. So that's definitely about relationship It's just, just you know, you don't, uh, you know, uh, ask someone, you know, to marry someone yes, after you met the the, for the first day yeah. you you know <laughs> you might hear, like she like to, to a cup of coffee or, like to a movie and you know that that's the that's the relationship. Yeah. You know? So that's it all goes uh, down this way yeah I
0: think permission um, getting permission gaining permission but the way that we structure it and we frame it from the point of view as you said and this is so important from the point of view of a long-term relationship because here's the thing I think what well, a lot of businesses don't recognize that whilst that particular contact that person may not necessarily be in the position to buy immediately from you the longer that you build no like and trust there's that longevity there they may recommend you to a lot of different people that they're connected with because of the fact that you are providing good value and you really do it from a place of uh, wanting to be of service and and give you know incredible value to that person if we then have a look from a service provider point of view if you know your potential customer really well um, and you might have plotted out different issues if you will different issues or problems that they may be challenged with in their business um, you might then say something if we can look at your what you've just shared the, the the geolocation. You might actually do it around the timing. So if you know that if a business owner is a startup, at at around about five months time, they may have this particular issue. It could say similar and, and share, jump in, in in a moment because you might have some other case studies. Um, you know, Typically we find that when you're starting up in your business, you can have some struggles. So do you have permission for us to share some tips and hints and maybe some links to articles that will really help you through this journey? So if you say yes, then you're able to at five months, here's an article being really, really very helpful, or here's a podcast interview that we did or that we have. So you can give them information that you know is definitely going to be helpful to the point where they're continuing to build that trust with you and that you know that you're a credible person in the industry and then, when they're ready to make a decision, guess who they're going to to reach out to to find out more information? Is that a way that people can use this kind of technology as well? Not so much from a geo, if they're virtual, but more from a time span aspect.
1: Oh,
2: yeah, absolutely. So, in a in a good uh, in a good uh, platform for so-called mobile engagement, there yes. are there are usually different kinds of uh, marketing automation tools that, yeah. for example, you kind of program them at the beginning, and what we're doing, for example for most of the customers that we're doing bonds by coupons. That meaning that after each, after the first visit, you get the, the, uh, the reason to come back to this mm-hmm. this place. And, you know, on your birthday, you get getting something to, you know, as a you know, bottle of wine, for example. Yes. And uh, uh, there are lotteries for, and if you having a kind of low season, and kind of off peak season, mm. uh, you, before that, you launch the lottery and you say, hey, you know, come back uh, to use this lottery ticket, come back, you know, a week later. When this is you know, during the off-peak season, yes. and uh, you know, find out what this lottery ticket w- would give you. Yeah. So, and this works really well. It really, can use like, the revenue uh, in this off-peak season by forty-sixty yeah. percent. So, uh, there are a lot of different uh, uh, mechanics, and there are a lot of different campaigns, mm-hmm. a lot of different marketing automation tools, which could tie it, could tie it by you know, Easter purchasing, uh, geolocation, uh, timing. Uh, some actions of customer you know whatever it is
0: yeah you know as you're sharing this I can't remember who it was or where I heard it but um, it was a a restaurant that typically you know restaurants will struggle to fill their seats but this particular restaurant using similar techniques that you're you're talking about where they're really building relationships to the point that sometimes they might have a low season and what they do is they might have you know certain uh, flavoring or or foodstuffs that the kid you know the, the chefs need to to really make sure that they get through so what they'll do is they'll reach out to various customers on their database through you know mobile technologies and say do you want to take your loved one out for a special we've got x amount of seats and this is going to throw in a bottle of wine or whatever it might be with their partner and they sell out within even an hour of sending that through so they're constantly filling up their their entire restaurant with you know um with a a way and really engaging and their customers love it
2: yeah, that's actually quite a powerful thing. You know, just you know, another example of uh, one of our customers uh, in the US, uh, the uh, uh, Asian Asian fusion chain of restaurants uh, called Balance Grill, mm-hmm. and this guy's actually in the you know top 100 uh, fast casual movers and shakers uh, brand, so that's kind of a really uh, popular brand here. And uh, these guys, uh, they had this they had uh, eighth uh, anniversary this day mm-hmm. uh, I mean, th- this year, and uh, for the like. Previous years, all the seven, seven years before that, they were launching kind of the same campaign again and again and again on this mm. special their special day. And but before that, they were using the kind of 20th century technology, which, which was like you know social media pages, uh, mm-hmm. like email marketing, all that kind of older stuff, as like SMS messages, all that kind of older stuff. But yeah. this year, they only got uh, the app working for about about a year, mm. so they uh, kind of built that. Relationship with a lot of people, with a lot of uh, customers, mm-hmm. and with a lot of guests, and uh, they basically launched kind of almost the same campaign this year, and the response was tremendous. They really had to close their stores like five hours before the actual uh, wow. closing time because they literally ran out food. Full up. Some of the, some some, <laughs> some of the store some of the store employees really kind of started to uh, started to you know just. Rush to the supermarket and buy some, you know, some vegetables to just kind of keep the <laughs> keep producing the food. So that was quite an amazing experience. And the owner of this place was calling, "Hey guys, you know,
1: turn it off."
2: To turn it off, you know, we are just overwhelmed with with these customers. So yeah. he, it, you know, actually before that, he had some concerns like, you know, maybe, maybe you know we have the, the same mobile technology. That's not, but you know, mm. what an app could do for business that's kind of small. Thing you know the biggest reason why uh, everybody visits our restaurant is because of the service because of those which is which is true but yes. when you build this uh, that's that's not just not enough to build the build the very successful business you need to have a good relationship with the customers mm. and this uh, owner of the business was was not quite realizing the power of this relationship until he you know he he launched that campaign yes. And, that campaign really kind of changed his perception of that, and he now really believes in the personalized mobile personalized relationship, yeah, and that's, that's
0: and a powerful and, thing. and it's a warning, I think for for businesses who've got limited seating space, such as a restaurant rather than a time frame, it is x amount, you know of whatever seats that you have left uh, in in your restaurant, a great way to um to to really i i guess um share it with with customers who absolutely love you cuz they're going to be uh, you know they're going to be the ones that really react to these great offers that you have but uh, and as a way just to continue because I think one of the things that is really important you know and I see this happening in a lot of businesses what they'll say is well we'll put everything into to this and we they ignore everything else but you know a combination you said a balance is, is really important so this alongside uh, maybe sometimes they may be using other strategies that work really well too because as we know there can be a number of different touch points that um, are important for, for, for customers even potential customers to get to the point where it's you know what I've seen you across various platforms you're consistent and I love the message and, and what you stand for yes uh, I'm going to um, engage with your company talk about some of the other ways that you see businesses retaining customers as well i mean we've talked about it engaging but i think retaining is really important too because as we know there's a lot of content out there a lot of um, businesses who are vying for the attention of our customers and retention um, is something that many businesses are struggling with too how are some of your clients using these technologies to really retain their clients over the long term Mm
2: -hmm. yeah well from you know from one point of view it's quite simple and from one point of view it's quite complicated so yes. in the way why it's simple you know just as it is uh, first of all most of the businesses they don't actually realize how big customer base they could have if they just try to uh, establish this relationship with the customer when somebody walks into the restaurant mm. so uh, it's just like the biggest the biggest you know uh, the biggest waste of money is when somebody visits your restaurant and leaves your Lift your door, and you know nothing happens, and you yeah. don't have this connection with with that person. So mm-hmm. that's that's the tremendous you know opportunity if you establish that connection. So first you know the, you know step number one is to have the uh, mobile channel, have the mobile app channel, which actually engages engages these customers mm-hmm. and actually you know uh, starts uh, makes them to actually use this app, makes mm. them actually to interact with this app. So what we've been working for the last thing, six years, engineering that. Carefully, we end up uh, having uh, so-called penetration numbers of about you know 30%, 40%. And mm. Penetration meaning that how many of customers each day who just you know uh, order food, how many of them actually u- using that uh, with, with the app, yes. like either with ordering ahead or with the loads of
0: programs.
1: So, So Vaz, you're talking
0: about if someone walks into your restaurant, if you're not um, somehow uh, maintaining a way or establishing a relationship that you can continue, such as them downloading your app some people will say, get on our e- email list and then they bombard you so much that you unsubscribe. Yep. So what? that's what you're saying. And then maybe say to them, download our app and then the next, you know, get a free drink or something like that to really inspire them yep. to go, you know what, we're yep. going to download that app right now before we leave.
2: Yeah, so that's, that's the first part of the puzzle, yep. which is engage customers and mm-hmm. uh, start building this relationship. And the second, uh, kind of build engagement. And the yep. second step is to just, Turn this engagement into actual incremental revenue. Yes. So the easiest thing to do is just, Hey, let's check uh, how many lapsed customers we have and lapsed meaning that customer have been visiting the place for, you know, for a month or two, for example, mm. or, you know, for different businesses that are obviously kind of different period of time. But yes. basically, some, someone who is not visiting at all, basically that means if you not, if you don't do anything, probably this person would not visit anyway. Yes. So uh, uh, why don't launch uh, some kind of, uh, uh, very nice reward to you know, this uh, this type of lapsed customers mm-hmm. and bring them back. Yes. So this is exactly what happens. And again, this it may sound easy, but actually we, again, spent so many years trying to figure out how to achieve a great uh, penetration, how to achieve great engagement numbers and mm-hmm. how to achieve great conversion numbers. Because all it matters when you're sending this push push message is you know, uh, what potential, percentage of conversion you will get. Because usually yes. with for instance, with SMS, with emails, you get something like, you know, one to three, like, four percent conversion, and that's, that's considered to be, like, a huge win. Mm. Uh, with push messages done the right way, with so-called push, uh, rich, rich push messages, when you're not just, like, sending the text, but you also have some great content in the app, you have the call to action in the app, which immediately, you know, kind of uh, translates to some kind of action, like, adds this free item to the order right now at this place, yes. and, you know, just Ask you to, hey, let's order this now. Let's make this transaction right now at this place when you're making the decision about potential lunch or dinner. Mm. So, and if you combine all these kind of uh, tricky things, all these pieces of puzzle together, you get conversion numbers uh, of something like, uh, you know, 10%, 20%. That meaning yeah. like from, you know, 10,000 customers, uh, you know, uh, like 2000 2000, from te- uh, 10,000 lapsed customers who would, you know never visit your restaurant anymore probably you yes. know 2,000 of them will actually visit so that we uh, treat that as actually incremental revenue yeah that's a huge that's a huge it it is
0: huge it is huge and I think you know a lot of times where businesses don't recognize this and don't leverage it number one they don't know technologies like this exist. but number two they're time poor so I'd imagine that with the technologies that you're talking about um, some of these triggers are also automated with various messages such as imagine if you knew a customer uh, lived locally and so it was something that they could easily frequent, and you knew what their birthday was, and then it's like, hey, we know that your birthday's coming up. Book your ticket now and get a whatever it is that someone's thinking. Oh, I wasn't thinking of going to, to, to out for dinner, but look at the spread that they've got, on they might have a nice image or something, and an easy book now. And it's kind of like, and the fact that it's hey, I heard it's your birthday, happy birthday, and all of that. You, you're connecting on them at a level that recognizes them and something special. That's the kind of thing that can get done, can't it? And so what's triggered then is any time someone's birthday date is coming up, you've got that this message may go out to them and, and reach out to them and say something like that. That's the kind of thing you're talking about, isn't it? Uh,
2: yeah, absolutely. And, you know, just birthday birth ring is just another way of uh, yes. automate, automating having automated campaigns. Yes, uh, But, you know, w- one important thing uh, which, you know, I would say, you know, a lot of businesses are actually trying to play this mobile game right now. Yeah. And they're kind of following, trying to follow the same advice. Hey, saying, Hey, you know, we, you know, automate marketing automation is cool. Uh, you know, sending those degrading, uh, sending, sending a build the reward that looks awesome. You know, let's, let's do it. And there are a lot of businesses are trying to play this mobile game right now. Yes. But, uh, for reason that we already so before... know, uh, after looking at all these customers, actually like 90% of Apps actually fail, and there is a huge, uh, huge, huge challenge right now because uh, if you see on the, you know, at the at the market, what people actually do with the with the apps mm-hmm. is uh, today it's not a it's not issue at all to have all your customers download the app.
1: That's mm-hmm. actually not
2: issue anymore. Everybody knows how to get that, and everybody mm-hmm. downloads the app. The real issue is engagement. So mm-hmm. there is, uh, I would say, that in the, in the mobile space there is so uh, so called engagement crisis, mm-hmm. meaning that the the most precious resource is having that, having these moments when a customer actually interacting with your app, that yes. customer actually has some emotional experience inside the app, mm-hmm. when the customer actually don't want to delete this app because most of what, you know, what happens with all these apps is there is no value in these apps that just customers just delete them. Yes. Uh, and you know, one of the mistakes that uh, some of the businesses creating apps are making is that they're creating this kind of fixed, you know, static uh, user interfaces mm-hmm. when uh, each time customer opens the app, he already just, just see the same, you know, kind of logo, uh, same, you know, order order food button mm-hmm. and, you know, our social networks, links and stuff like that. And yeah. just, just so it has to be, thing.
0: you have to have far more than again. just the, yeah. The standard yeah, so for, things. Yeah, so a
2: mm. good example, actually, Star- Starbucks is like the, I, I would say, great respect for Starbucks. They really kind of push this uh, market forward with their app in the United States.
1: Yes. And
2: uh, they, well, a couple of years ago, they came up with this uh, kind of stream, personalized stream of content. Mm-hmm. And every time you open the Starbucks app, you see different, you know, offers, different specials, different personalized offers, you know, popping up to the to the mm. actual app. So you can't can't miss them at all. Yeah. And that you know that's how it works. As one of the things that we actually developed well, way before Starbucks. <laughs> so we sometimes joke that you know they stole it from us. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <eventually laughs> we thought
0: about it first. But then...
2: yeah, yeah. yeah but you know this, this yeah. is the way. This is the way you end up uh, uh, doing uh, after like years of experiments, years yes. of A/B testing. You know, trying this thing and trying that thing. Actually, the Starbucks they had kind of their own kind of in-house development, so they building this app for. I don't know, maybe eight years or even even more. Wow. I right So they also experimented with all these different things like us and kind of came up with the same uh, uh, same solution, which is very hard to engineer, but that's, at the end of the day, gives the real difference between, you know, having two per- like 5% penetration or like 40% of penetration, yes, yes. like 3% of conversion and, you know, 20% of conversion, yes. like 1%. Percent uh, incremental revenue increase, or like 12 percent incremental revenue increase, which we achieved for again that uh, KFC T, uh, yeah. for example. So, and, so and, uh, and that's that's all what makes all the difference. It's really hard to craft to get this precious resource of engagement and actual emotional engagement because customers. It's really hard to uh, get
0: to get. And from the sounds of it, what you're saying is that in the success stories that you've been able to um, generate. For the clients that you're working on or with what's really important is to be able to engage with the customer in the way in which the customer wants to be engaged with so rather sending them the information that we think that they want giving them the option to be able to um, engage with how they want information what's relevant to them what's going to be of incredible value to them and you've seen that once you've been able to capture that which is a lot easy, a lot harder than you know. Obviously, it takes years of um, experimentation and so forth. But once you've got that correct, then you're able to really um, not only have your app be downloaded, but also engage with because you know that that person is is the information that you're sharing, whatever that is, um, has been validated. It's like yes, I want to get that, and they're looking forward to it, like. You know what? What's what? What what have they got for me today? Kind of thing, and that allows allows them to continue to to engage. I think we've only just scratched the surface, and I think uh, it's one of those things we don't know what we don't know. So it's good to be able to have conversations with you, um, who are at right at the forefront, who are developing, doing a lot of behind the scenes um, investigation and trial and error, uh, and being able to to launch these kind of programs. How can people find out more? Um, and really tap into to the great system that you've been able to create? What's the best way for them to connect with you?
2: Well, it's obviously through a uh, website like plant.com and uh, maybe search for YouTube uh, for Loads of Plant and find some of the, you know, articles. We're actually all constantly participating in all the conferences in, in the US, uh, yes. having these uh, presentations, having these case studies, which we're actually publicly announcing. Not afraid because we have these numbers and we're actually yes. uh, achieving them. We even call ourselves uh, mobile apps in business. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, we'd be happy to help. And, you know, this, this is, this is our mission. This is what I'm really passionate about. This is mm-hmm. what we're really focusing in the team and you know, I imagine the world when there will be hundreds of uh, millions of customers which, which will have not these transactional experiences with uh, the businesses, but the rewarding experiences every day. Mm. And, it, Megan, uh, I think that's a small, important thing. We're making, in the way we're making the world uh, a better, pla- better, better place. And yes. uh, uh, I think that's an important mission. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, Happy waking from a bed every morning, uh, thinking how to make it better. Yes. And the whole team that we have. Um, Excited about that. So we will be happy to help whatever uh, business uh, you have uh, in the world if you also share that. uh, um, If you also share that values, which is uh, if you really want to not you know take advantage of the customer, just you know just make it as a kind of money making machine. Mm -hmm. If you you want to treat your customer like a you know like a partner, like a like a like a friend. Uh, that means uh, we could be friends and partners Yeah, and we'd be happy to work together. Absolutely,
0: and um, that's one of the things that our network and our podcast stands for. It's about uh, entrepreneurs, business owners who want to make a difference um, with their customers through the products, the services that they uh, are offering, which is of incredible value to, you know, to, to them and that's the reason uh, we find so again thank you so much for coming on the show I know a few people who uh, may not have even known that this kind of technology was available certainly we will put a lot of the links YouTube link and so forth as on on the website so people can do a little bit more um, watching reading and uh, seeing you know some of the success stories it's one of those things as business owners we don't know what we don't know I've said it before but once we recognize how other businesses are doing this and how we can use this as a way to to support our consumers in achieving their goals, whatever that that might be in providing value, then um, it's good to be able to go, okay, we can use this and leverage it this way too to make an impact in the world so um, we'll put all of those details on the show notes com forward slash AES 228 and uh, you, I can certainly validate that you love to share your message because we're here in Australia and it's uh, 2 32 in the afternoon and for you it is well after midnight so uh, thumbs up props to you for, for joining us. Oh, yeah, no problem.
2: We're not yet on the IPO, so why wouldn't I you know, be sleeping at this time?
0: Absolutely. Uh, who needs you know, sleep?
2: Yeah, and, uh, New York is, uh, is quite nice at this time. Yeah, So
0: fabulous. Uh, you might just go out to dinner, who knows? <laughs> Alright, it was lovely to connect with you and thank you for sharing your message and uh, we look forward to, to getting this out there for all the ambitious entrepreneurs that can now learn more about this incredible technology and how they can better engage and provide even more value. To, uh, to customers. So thanks for coming on the show.
2: Okay. Thanks so much for inviting me. Thanks. Have a great day.
1: Bye. You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com, changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.bethedifferencemovement.com. That's be the